standing strong, standing up. The backbone of this pod is patreon.com slash oh hi justin just saying a buck gets you in the club love to have you aboard the backboard is also your support you supporting us means the world uh share like comment all that stuff what is a backbone something that keeps keeps the show running something that keeps something that you can rely on and who can you rely on in wwe uh, there's a lot of people, but uh, the reason I'm bringing this one to the table today is it's Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is the, the backbone of WWE currently, or at least one of the main uh, people, because he consistently has big matches. His feud with, with Sam Zayn shouldn't work anymore. At this point, they've been feuding for years on WWE television even been feuding for years they've been had great matches over and over and over again several recently it shouldn't work but it does why because kevin owens is the backbone of wwe you want a big match you want to turn a feud big you go to kevin owens you want to help get somebody over you go to kevin owens why because he can talk uh, he does all the extras. I I think it's critically underrated when somebody does great on either Raw Talk or Talking Smack. It's more often Talking Smack than Raw Talk. But you go on Talking Smack and crush and advance storylines, which Owens made his feud with Reigns that much bigger with Talking Smack, because he would go, he would be face-to-face with Heyman, and he would go toe-to-toe with Paul Heyman on the microphone. Why? Because he's great. He is... So he... I put him at that tier of, you know, just past, I think, what, you know, what we think of as our generation's king you know, big show, like those guys who can who can pop into the main event but are absolutely critical for the undercard. So I put him just above that. Um, I don't know what the equivalent is. Like at the top of my dome, I don't know what the equivalent is. Um, the first name that comes to mind as I'm saying it is, is Mr. Perfect. And that that isn't completely, un, you know, unwarranted. Although I think... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> now that I think about it, I don't know. Uh, but he is—he is every bit, uh, every bit critical to WWE succeeding. Um, I love to hear him talk. I love to see him wrestle whomever he's going to wrestle. He always makes it a big deal, and that got me thinking: Is there anybody else kind of in that category? Uh, in the women's division, it's unequivocally Charlotte Flair. Um, it was Bailey, um, or it became Bailey over the course of the last year and a half before her injury. Um, she was the she was the the crutch for the entire company over the last we'll we'll call it the Thunderdome era, the pandemic era, however you want to phrase it. She was the crutch 
she kept the boat afloat. She was incredible during this time. Um, and she wasn't that before it. You know, I enjoyed her heel turn prior, but it felt like it was going nowhere fast. Um, I say fast, but she was she had been six months, maybe almost seven months by the time Mania starts by yeah, ish, five, six months by the time March hits. And when there's no fans, she just excelled. I am endlessly curious to see her back in front of fans, how they respond, and how she either cranks it up or do they finally love her the way that we should have all along. I loved the hugger. I absolutely adored the hugger, but I get it. Um, it hit its wall, and whenever she flips the script back, everybody will adore her. You heard it here, probably last. <laughs> um, she's all. She also has that same thing Owens has. Like she would go on to Talking Smack and crush, and just advance her character, advance her storyline, and and just be great at it. Um, I mentioned uh, Charlotte Flair. And what does Charlotte Flair do? <laughs> she goes out and elevates literally anyone she's in the ring with. They added her to the WrestleMania main event a couple years ago to raise the stakes. I mean, they wanted to make it a big deal past just these are women having a main event. They wanted a reason to put both championships on Becky. And how do you do that? Charlotte Flair. <laughs> How do you legitimize Rhea Ripley? Have her wrestle Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. Okay, Rhea Ripley's the champion. Now what do we do with her? Feud her with Charlotte Flair. And <laughs> these last couple of months where she feuded with Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley looked like she belonged in the title picture. She looked like a credible champion. Say what you want about the storytelling, like uh, as far as why they were fighting or, you know, what was happening on screen, but the matches are undeniable. And that the one at Money in the Bank a couple weeks ago, you know, if it wasn't, if the main event didn't deliver like a main event, you know, like, like can be the case in WWE sometimes, Charlotte and Rhea would have been the match of the night. And that's on a night with great matches. So, um, yeah, Charlotte Flair, the unequivocal, or a unequivocal backbone. Unarguable? I don't think unequivocal was the word I was looking for. And I said it like three times, so my apologies. So th that got me thinking, like, who else is... In that category, I don't, we we talked about Owens, and S Sam Zayn is becoming that. Um, I think he's he's kind of been that. You know, even when he was a babyface, like you're you're trying to get a heel over, who do you put him in the ring with? Sam Zayn. Uh, he's a bad guy. You're trying to get a babyface over, who do you put him in the ring with? Sami Zayn. You're trying to get, uh, trying to elevate Cesaro and Nakamura. P 
Put him with Sami Zayn. You're trying to get over Braun Strowman as Intercontinental Champion? Put him in the ring against Sami Zayn. I... <laughs> You know, the only elevation that didn't happen, other than the elevation of each other, is the feud with Owens and Zayn. I hate that that isn't a title storyline yet. <laughs> because they crush every time. Although I still go back to my, um, my Fight Forever faction. I love that idea. Still. A lot. Uh, who can be a backbone? Uh, she hasn't proven herself on this level yet, other than she's always there, she's always ready. I think Liv could easily be a backbone, and I think that WWE views her as such because the locker room loves her. Um, she has yet to have like the uh, the breakout match, but she's now had breakout moment. She's had solid television over the last month and she was great in money in the bank where do we go from there uh if she can start getting some more time some mic time first of all so we can start knowing who she is and it started um and we need some more match time not just matches match time let's let her go let let's let's see what she can do because that's how you do it. That's what happened with Bailey. I think Liv could be the back one. Now, I, I know I say that as an official uh, lover of Liv, an official Liv is life um, poison over here. But I just... I think she can do it. <laughs> like, there's no other way for me to say it. I think she can do it. And so... I'd, I'd like to see her become the backbone of the WWE Women's Division. And that doesn't necessarily mean a championship either. Like, uh, that's the one thing about Charlotte is she has to always be in the championship picture for her to work. Bailey's current character, I don't think does. Although she was, I don't think she needs to be. Owens doesn't need to be in the picture. He can be, but he doesn't need to be. Um... I don't think Liv is going to be that kind of character that needs to be. And not to say that she shouldn't be soon, but if you let her continue to organically build, which is why I'm saying let's see what she can do. Let's give her some longer matches. Let's let her shine. I, I, I think you have something major with Liv Morgan. And uh, I'd, I'd love to see it for her. So the backbone, that's what we were talking about. Uh, who do you think is the backbone of WWE? And I, I'd love to, so before I move on, I'd love to hear your thoughts of, of other companies because now that WWE fans are back, I've already noticed that I'm gravitating back to wrestling. Um, I know, I, <laughs> I know that's lame, um, but wrestling just hadn't been doing it for me. Uh, and, you know, it's... It was the lack of fans at WWE shows that did it. I've said this a million times on this program. Um, but I'm starting to get back into wrestling like as a whole. And the more excited I get about WWE shows, the more likely I'm going to get into some of the other shows. So that said, from the outside looking in, 
you know, as somebody who's literally only seen the one episode of AEW, it looks like Cody Rhodes could be their backbone. I could be wrong, obviously. I haven't watched the program. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Impact? I don't even know who's the backbone. By the looks of everything that, from from far away, it looks like Kenny Omega, which is bizarre. Uh, but I could make a case that it's Sammy Callahan as well. Um, you know, just plugging along. Uh, yeah, I'd, I would just, I'm dying to hear if you have anything to say about the backbone of, of other uh, companies. We're going to get to talking points on the other side of this break. We will be right back. Shut up! Apparently, I talk too much, and I should shut up. One of these days, I'll get some actual production to this, but uh, that's probably a good start. <laughs> Thank you, Runting MC, for letting me borrow your tune. Uh, it's talking points. That's right, baby. Um, so first and foremost, you can leave a, a message. Um, there will be a link in the uh, in the description. Uh, if you want to leave a message for talking points and you there's something you'd like to hear my thoughts on uh leave a message otherwise i just kind of grab a couple things uh from the course of the week and highlight them thing these are things like that from tv that i didn't really get to you know i'm i'm trying not to just be oh this is what happened on raw kind of guy so uh, i'm just trying to collect some stuff and and talk about it and kind of gauge what we think might happen so Finn Balor returns to Friday Night Smackdown to confront Sam Zayn I love it (laughs) I freaking love it um this version of Balor as long as he gets to remain the version of Balor that he started doing in NXT will excel on Smackdown I thought that I thought for sure he was going to be able to before going back to NXT but this version of Finn, for sure, there is a uh, a fight feel to the way he works now. And that works very well on Friday Night SmackDown. Um, Reigns has a fight feel. Uh, Cesaro has a fight feel. Finn Balor has a fight feel. Now, where does he fit in, though? Uh, like I said, he came out and confronted Sami Zayn and told him, you know, hey, stop talking. Um, I, I like that as an, as an introductory feud for sure. Uh, but where does he go? So we have, uh, we'll get to the universal championship in a minute, uh, the universal championship picture in a moment, but we have Apollo Cruz as the intercontinental champion. And that's not to say I don't want to see that match because Finn Balor versus Apollo Cruz. You're damn right. I want to see that. This Finn versus that Apollo? Yes, please. Um, and I guess maybe for to elevate the Intercontinental Championship again. Um, it had gotten a nice little shine, and then it's kind of been off TV for the last two, maybe three weeks. Though they did on Friday's show 
a video package promoting Apollo Crews as the Intercontinental Champion. So um, we'll see what's going to come of that. Uh, but I don't know. Where does where do you think Finn Balor lands? I you know he's there. He says he's there for championships. The only uh, singles championships there are the Intercontinental and Universal. So I mean, unless there's a bigger picture for Apollo, I feel like it's probably probably going to be uh, the Universal Championship. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll jump ahead and I'll I'll come back to my other notes because if we're talking about the Universal Championship, John Cena came back, and I'm excited about that. I really am. Um, he came back at the pay-per-view, confronts Roman. Um, he comes out on Raw and says, hey, I'm going to be at SmackDown. Roman stinks. He's a real jerk. I already made mention that I can't wait to see the back and forth between them. Um, I don't see this as a long-term feud. Um, it better not be a long-term feud. This... I'm fine with Cena being back. He said he said this is not a one-off. Um, I'm fine with him being back, but I would prefer the match feud with Roman be a one-off. Like feuds to SummerSlam, let Roman move on to somebody else. Which is what I was talking about with Balor. So here's the problem: um, Roman isn't losing anytime soon. Cena, from where everything is currently. Cena poses the the most threat um, in a one-on-one one, one -on -one style match, like a direct match. He poses the most threat. Uh, I don't see, I don't see Cesaro winning within the next couple months. I could see him popping back up and having another match with him because he delivered. It was great, and I love him, but I don't see them putting the championship on him over Roman yet. He's not hot. He's not hot enough yet. Could Balor? I guess maybe. We'll see like how fan the fans reacted pretty big when he came back. Um we'll see how the the feud with Balor or uh with Zayn goes and if people react really well to that, maybe. Um but he's going to have to be like on fire like people like people are going to have to be begging for it. Because I'm Roman's money. Like, he is money. And, you know, maybe he could lose around the Rumble. And we could see Reigns versus Rock, which is the rumored Mania match. Um, Maybe. And I don't think that needs to be a championship match. Um, It's just a family business match. So maybe... But uh, the Rumble is five months away, six months away. So we got to get there somehow. Um, I mean, I don't want to see I don't want to see a Cesaro and Balor, you know, jump up there just to lose. Uh, I mean, again, that all kind of depends on SmackDown storytelling. If you have me believe it's possible that they could win? Okay. I thought it was possible that Cesaro might win a couple months ago. I didn't think it was probable, but watching the match, I believed that he might. So I guess 
I guess I'll eat my own words there. Ultimately, I'm happy to see Cena back because ratings equals elevation equals everybody stepping their game up. And that's what I want. I want... SmackDown's been good about it anyway, but like I, I want to see it... I want to see it permeate through the entire roster. I just, I want to see everybody giving their all. And, um, through no fault of their own, I don't think it's been possible up until these last couple shows. So, we're talking about part-timers. Cena's the one I'm excited for. The other one, Goldberg, not so much. Uh... I feel like we did it perfect last time. He showed up, challenged McIntyre, McIntyre put him down. I feel like that was perfect. It was a decent match. Um, it. I have zero excitement for Goldberg versus Lashley. None. None whatsoever. I guess what this tells me is that they're not ready to take the title off of Lashley yet. Um, okay. Which means he's just going to lose? Okay. I mean, I guess I'm okay, again, yeah, I guess I'm okay with it if he loses. I would have preferred a continued story with Keith Lee. They had a decent match for Raw. Big return. S- excited to see Keith Lee return. <laughs> I guess this does, this all kind of goes hand in hand, because that was another point I made. Um... Keith Lee comes back, a challenge, uh, accepts the open challenge for the WWE Championship, fails, unfortunately. Um, doesn't necessarily get squashed, but does get handled. Um, you know, he has a couple bright spots. Uh, he's in the fight early, but he that gets squashed out, and then he has a couple bright spots before ultimately losing the match. And then Goldberg immediately comes out. Mm. It's literally the same exact thing that happened in January. Right down to Keith Lee lost his championship match to Drew, and then Goldberg came out and challenged Drew. I mean, I guess maybe if this comes down to Goldberg versus Keith Lee and Keith Lee puts Goldberg away? I don't know, man. I just... I don't see the return on Goldberg. WWE does because people still got loud for him. People still erupted for him. Which is why they keep bringing him back. Uh, Cena, I still trust, can deliver a good match. It's a great match. Goldberg, I don't know if he can. The match with McIntyre was fine. But it wasn't, oh my god, we definitely need to trot him out. The last time I loved a Goldberg match was the match with Lesnar when he came back. Survivor Series. Because it was like eight seconds. It was perfect. The Mania match was fine too. The one um, in Orlando. Goldberg and Lesnar was fine. But other than that, like, Goldberg and Ziggler... Okay, for what it was at SummerSlam, it was fine. Um, Goldberg and uh, The Fiend, no thanks. 
Goldberg and Strowman? Yuck. I I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to skip it. I'll watch it. But let it be known. I'm not excited for Goldberg. And I'm, I'm tired of people acting like they are. <laughs> the, the, the WWE people are... Look, I know you're getting paid. So, like, it's hard to go against, you know, the company says, Goldberg, this is a big deal. And again, like... <sighs> It's hard to be mad at them because people still pop for them. So how, you know, how do you, if people still cheer for him, <laughs> I mean, what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to listen to their fans, right? And the fans are saying, yes, we want Goldberg. But I am with Team Internet here. I don't want, I don't, I'm not going to call him Goldberg. That's disrespectful. I don't want Bill Goldberg. I don't want to see him in the ring anymore. The match with with McIntyre was really the limit for me. Done. Uh, and speaking of done, Karrion Cross debuts on Monday Night Raw. And the internet had a hissy fit uh, because he lost to Jeff Hardy, who returned with his old theme, which everybody was fired up about, which I saw so many people saying, this is the only reason I'm watching Raw. Uh, people are mad that Cross lost by, to a cheating Jeff Hardy. Not cleanly, cheating Jeff Hardy uh, when he was incomplete. He didn't have the whole package. We didn't. He didn't get the full entrance. And then he got mic time afterwards to say Jeff Hardy just screwed up. I don't know, man. It seems like they are going to tell us something. Maybe we should watch. Uh, or maybe you're supposed to be mad. But of course they would say, no, I'm not mad. I'm just... Uh. Okay. Fine. Like, I don't know, man. They've done... WWE has done it to themselves, but they, they painted themselves into this corner where they can't work anybody... They can't work anybody because everybody will say they're not getting worked. But you are. And that's fine. That's why we're all here. We want to get worked. And you'll say that same exact sentence that I just said, but never admit that you're getting worked. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Definitely, definitely would like to hear your feedback on... Um, Whatever talking points you'd like to hear my thoughts on and the backbone thing. Um, who do you think is the backbone of any company or, or any show? Definitely would love to hear that. The, um, the link will be in the description. Uh, also, you can um, support the program. There's a link for that in the uh, description as well. Also, patreon.com slash show. Hi, Justin is another place where you can support financially if you'd like to. Um or just come join the Discord and shoot the S. Follow us on all the social media platforms at WrestlePalsVA. Um, I think that's everything. Podcast, subscribe, rate, comment, all that stuff would be appreciated. Five stars if you're feeling uh, feeling nice. I'd love to have that. And uh, yeah, 